The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Morning everybody, this is Sally Reese here with another episode in Healthy Options. So the healthy options this time, I'm going to talk about my journey and how I'm getting on with raw foods and some of the challenges and maybe some solutions and yeah, so I hope you'll enjoy listening to that. It might give you some ideas for your own journey. And I wanted to mention before I start that our raw lunch for end of year is just over a week's time on December the 11th and it will be at Broad Green House, Nayland Road in Stoke and it will be a Christmas theme this year. So bookings, we can now pay online on the website in the shop and on Facebook page and in, in the emails that I send out to you, there's a link there for you to pay there so hopefully that will make it easier for you rather than bank account and all that but if you prefer to pay by bank account that's absolutely fine too so just contact me if you'd like to book and um, I'll offer you all the details so hopefully we'll get a few people along and we'll have a jolly good time celebrating the festive season that's all I have on the cards for this year next year I'll be doing some raw foods classes at Waimea College starting in February on a Tuesday night from 6 to 8 so look out for that in the newspapers the Waimea College will be advertising all the classes so check that out and also if you go to the Waimea College website just put in Waimea College in Google and you'll get to the website and just follow the links there so you can find out all about the classes offered there so hopefully we need eight people to get the classes going so that would be great if you wanted to join us there also I'll be doing some classes at the NMIT it'll be called a short course at NMIT in Nelson next year they've invited me to do that so I haven't got anything together for that yet so I'll make it slightly different maybe some of the same things uh, as the Waimea College classes and of course it's easier for people in Nelson to get to so might even be in the daytime so I'll let you know what happens there keep a look on my Facebook page Natural Nosh and in the emails if you want to get on my email list do sign up on the first page of my website naturalnosh.nz and you'll get all the information. I don't bombard you with emails. I did intend to send out two emails a month, but um, haven't got around to that yet, so it's only one, sometimes every month, sometimes longer than a month. So if you want to get on the email list to sign up on the first page of my website. Okay, so my journey, I'm going to tell you that I'm signing up for a big detox and cleanse on December the 4th which is tomorrow if you're listening to the repeat of the show and it's a guided detox with a woman called Lynnie Nichols who is Australian but lives and works out of Bali lucky woman and she is an authority on cleansing fasting emotional cleansing and healing the body the mind and the spirit so it's a very holistic cleanse and i'll talk more about that in the next show 
on the that will be the 10th of December so tune in then but it's fascinating we'll be talking about fasting and healing body mind and spirit and uh, yes so I'll be able to tell you report on my progress and how I'm getting along but sort of based on the chakra system the energy systems and the body the colors related to the chakra systems so if you're into any of that you might be interested to tune in on December the so it'll be the 10th the 10th and the 17th December so tune in for that Okay, so now I'm going to talk about <clears throat> my own journey and the whys and wherefores and all of that. So uh, some of you already know how I started. I'll go back a bit further and let you know more about that. So I grew up uh, out at near Wakefield. We had five acres of beautiful land with lots of beautiful old tocha trees on the property. My dad was a gardener and he sort of carried that through the family, his parents I think and definitely I've got a lot of cousins who are really good gardeners so it's in the family somewhere not so much on my mum's side but definitely on my dad's side the food thing is on my mum's side yeah so it's interesting there actually I have to tell you this story that my dad's mother was a home science domestic science it was called in those days teacher and also a nurse I'm not too sure if she actually qualified she might have but she was a nurse during the wars and it turns out that I'm the home science teacher and my sister is the nurse. So that's quite interesting. Obviously, caring professions. So I'm pleased about that. I do care about people's health and desperately want to help them. Uh, yeah, so that's a little bit of family background. <clears throat> On my mum's side, my two aunts were very good cooks. And my mum learnt from scratch because of necessity. She lived with her mother growing up until she got married to my dad and then that was in England and then they came out to New Zealand and so she had a husband and so she had to learn to cook and then very soon after she had three babies so she she definitely had to learn something about how to feed her family. So anyway, it turned out she was a very good cook and she taught me at home in the kitchen some really good basic techniques and I went on from there. So I went to home science school in Dunedin, Otago University, although it's called a Diploma of Home Science, it was a three-year course, and it was a, a, an extremely extensive range of subjects, which that was part of the attraction actually. So we covered art history, we had fabulous lectures from a, an oil painter, a well-known oil painter who got special access to some of the art galleries in Europe to take pictures and he brought them to us via slides in our lectures and that really ignited my interest in art. I'm not a painter myself, I'm more into 3D stuff. So art history, we did chemistry basic chemistry we then went on to do chemistry of the household so that's like laundry chemistry <laughs> and food chemistry and what else oh my gosh it's a long time ago now so the main subject in the last year was nutrition we did foods we did cooking classes obviously we did sewing which was and part of that was tailoring so I learned some really good tailoring techniques made myself a really nice dress which is all tailored and lined and everything and we did um, design classes where we had a brief to design a student flat and then we made a 3D model and 
furnished it and did all the specs for that. We also did actual art classes. We learnt how to do, I remember learning how to do Japanese sumie, I think that was it, paintings, like with big broad brush strokes. So that was, I really enjoyed that. Gosh, what else? Anyway, that gives you a little bit of an idea of some of the subjects that I did. And then I decided to go teaching, so I went to Auckland Teachers College for a year and learnt probably nothing and got very humiliated in front of a class with the teacher watching on. We did a month each term out in a in a high school and that was in Auckland, so some of the Auckland high schools and then I went to a high school in Gisborne. There was one white face and a group of dark faces and that was the class where I was humiliated. So really I didn't learn a lot but obviously I managed to be able to stand up in front of a class and talk to them. I remember, yeah, one thing I did remember, which was a really good lesson. So I had to teach the kids, I don't know, fourth form maybe, second year at high school, about textiles. Last period on a Friday afternoon, and that would probably be the worst time you could ever teach a class of girls anything theoretical. Anyhow, they all wore gym frocks and shirts underneath them. They weren't terribly interested. We were talking about the different weaves and and fabrics that you find. They weren't terribly interested. And then I suddenly had a a light bulb moment. So I asked them to look at their gym frocks and to look at the pattern, the design of the weave in their gym frocks. And they kind of, ah. So that was a light bulb moment for them. So that went down okay, that lesson. So the lesson there is to make what you're teaching relevant to your students. So that was that was a good lesson. And there's a lot of things to say about that. But anyway, we'll move on. So, so then I taught for a couple of years, basic cooking and sewing in a manual training centre. And then I went overseas because my parents are English and I'm a first generation Kiwi. They were always talking about their family overseas, auntie this and uncle that. So my sister and I took off to England uh, by boat and yeah, stayed there four years. So in that four years, I worked at a restaurant in London called Cranks. And actually it was a very fitting name for a restaurant which was vegetarian because being vegetarian which was left of centre in those days you were considered to be a bit cranky. So that was my first experience. I went vegetarian for a year and that was my first experience of anything different from what I grew up with. So they had a bookshop next door so I read lots of books there, health and nutrition books and then I'm a big reader so I carried on reading books. A lot of them mentioned raw foods, the power of raw foods and one of them was Leslie Kenton I remember and something must have struck a chord and got stored in my brain and in the bank and the brain bank about raw foods and what they do for your body and so over time I had my own restaurant here in Nelson which was gourmet cordon bleu food some of you might know it it was Coach Lamps restaurant in Harley Street near the Polytechnic NMIT and that was wonderful I changed the whole menu every month and that was a silly thing to do but it was good fun because I had so many ideas to try out. And then, anyway, I was overseas again in 2008 and 2009, and I came back and was wondering what to do with myself. So I applied to Nailing College to teach some raw food classes in their evening class program, and they said yes after a bit of interrogation. And um, so they were well-received. Uh, they We had good numbers, and 
I was really encouraged and can't remember how much raw food I was eating at the time. Like we grew up with a vegetable garden, so we always had our own produce to eat from, which was really good, and compost pile and all of that, lots of birds around. We had animals everywhere, cats, dogs, goats, guinea pigs, chooks, canaries and budgies. So we always had animals and sheep. I didn't relate um, the sheep on the on the paddocks was eating lamb on my plate. Obviously, <laughs> didn't really make a difference. But um, so at the end of 2014, when I did the night classes at Nayland College, they cancelled all the night classes because I think it was financial. So I thought to myself, right, I can do this myself. So I set up my own raw food classes. So they went really well. And and then I introduced fermented foods classes because I got interested in. Well, first of all, it was kombucha. I remember hearing about kombucha when I was a kid, a teenager, and they were talking about this mushroom thing. And I didn't ever try making it myself. Didn't really know what it was, but the idea of, of the whole thing with this mushroom didn't appeal. So it wasn't until later that I got into that and caught the bug. So, yeah, it's gone from, gone from there. Um, myself, I thought that I could never eat 100% raw food, and there's absolutely no need to do that. Um, it takes a lot of vision, I think. You have to have a very clear vision of what you want your life to look like and how you want to feel and all of that. But anyway, I do eat some days. I eat 100% raw food. The next day, I may not eat 100%, but I don't beat myself up about that. It's all about the journey. So in my classes and when I talk to people about it, I always encourage them to, first of all, start with a green smoothie. A lot of people have smoothies. It's great, but they, they never add any greens. And greens make the most difference in the shortest amount of time to your health and mental state and your sense of well-being. So I do encourage you to try them out. Just start with a little bit of green into your normal smoothie and then try to add a little bit more green and use mostly fruit 70% fruit or 80% fruit and then 20 or 30% greens and keep on increasing the greens and you'll notice the difference to your health and how you feel in your body so now I do classes I haven't done a raw food class for a little while so hopefully I'll get back into it with the Waimu College and the NMIT classes early next year so watch out for the info and the dates for them so it'd be really good to see you at my raw lunch December the 11th contact me on my phone number you'll see all the details on my website keep an eye out I do have an active Instagram account so keep an eye out on that I put up recipes on there and short videos from time to time and my Facebook page Natural Nosh so keep an eye out for them I would love to coach you first of all I noticed a few people who you know who want to lose weight and then I see their kitchens and I can definitely help them to change some of the products in their pantries and their kitchens to help to support them on their journey so I'd love to do that for someone who is needing that it's a really good place to start as I help people to introduce new foods into their pantry and I've also got a wonderful new product out shortly called food swaps for raw food diet so that will be I'll be putting that out there very soon and it will be at a special price when I first put it out so it'll be a digital product and also you can buy hard copy so do look out for that Okay, that's it for this time, folks. It's been great talking to you, and hopefully I've given you some information that you might find useful as well on your journey. So talk to you soon.
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.